Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined with me uh, this Monday by my current husband, Kyle. And least favorite person. <laughs> Notice there was no refutation of that statement. I would never uh, you would categorize never you admit that as least out favorite loud. person. Um, here we are, the beginning of a new week. We've had quite a week behind us. Every week's quite a week. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah. Would it be better or worse to have a week that was just, like, pretty boring? I think that's called vacation, and I'm not sure we've had one since we got married. Yeah. So, I don't know. But if you go on vacation, aren't you supposed to be having fun? Like, shouldn't the shouldn't the interest level be spiking? I don't know. Maybe you, in your normal life, you're, you operate at such a high level that... Yeah. A, a restorative vacation is a lack of stimulus. I, that would be the perfect vacation for me. Okay. Well, I feel like you're. That's what I was suggesting, and you were. I was thinking you were revolting. I was thinking more in, in your like own Meg Violent way. <clears throat> Meg Violent. That should have been. I missed such an opportunity to make that my Reddit username. Well, you can always start another account. <laughs> but I've I had mean, this listen. One for years, Zuckerberg just changed the Facebook to Meta. That's true. You can do whatever you want. That's a fair point. Okay. Um, Zuck is what we call him when we hang out. Zuck the jerk, or something that rhymes with Zuck that starts with another letter. Yeah. Was that mean? Well, that wasn't awesome. I wasn't awesome there. I, I think, apologize. I mean, I think the Awesome Nation can pretty well come together in unity in our general pervasive distaste of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I'd, if I went to school with him, I'd give him a swirly. And I never gave anyone a swirly. Never? Never once. Did I'm not that kind of person. One? Hell no. I'm a fighter. Nobody <laughs> even dared. There was like, nah, there's easier prey than that guy. <laughs> no. Did you ever... Do the stereotypical thing uh, that we see on movies. I've never seen it done in real life of shoving someone into a locker. 
No, that was weak. Did you ever get shoved in a locker? Hell no. <laughs> Nobody messed with me. They just knew. I'm not saying I would have won the fight. They yeah. just knew this is going to, whatever we're going to do, it's going to come with repercussions where it's just not worth it. There's easier prey. Now, just to clarify, it's not, yeah. it's not as if you were a choir boy in no. high school. You, you did some stuff. I did some stuff. But it wasn't just like the obvious I'll tell you what thing. I did do is I, I gave a few wedgies. Okay. But never... Not the atomic kind. <laughs> well, they may or may not have been atomic. I don't know. Never uh, any, any shenanigans, as it were, that I would have pulled with somebody. It was never in the hallways of the high school. Okay. Was it those... Uh... It, was, it, was, it was during athletic period oh. or phys ed or whatever. It was, it was segregated. It was off yes. to the side. Okay. There's a difference in messing with somebody. And humiliating them in front of the entirety of all people. So this was more of a private encounter. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be you and me. <laughs> That's creepy. Why'd you take it weird? Because you made it weird <laughs> by saying that you well, didn't want to humiliate anyone. Getting a wedgie is humiliating, whether it's just two people involved okay, or a lot. But would if, okay, let's put yourself in the role of a high school student. You were one once. Mm-hmm. And... You, there's no option. There's going to be a wedgie. Yeah. Would you prefer to receive that in a in the in physical education class around 19 other females, or do you want it right in the middle of the entire student body in the hallway, <laughs> boys, girls alike, everyone seeing the underwear that you chose to wear that day pulled up around your shoulders? This is such a mean version of would you rather and you are not fun to play would you rather with because you come up with the most (laughs) horrifying scenarios um i would say of course let's keep the audience limited that's what i'm thinking yeah and i was a i was a fair i I doled out uh those things only rarely only like two or three times did i ever get involved in a thing like that and it was always towards somebody that desperately needed it yeah i feel like i feel like they realized in the aftermath that they were a better person no oh, is that right for having had their underwear hoisted high in the meantime your name's on a list by from steve buscemi while he puts lipstick on i don't think so i think honestly <clears throat> um that i'm i'm his happy gilmore is that the movie it was in no it was in uh Billy Madison. Billy Madison, yeah, was when he went Madison? back to school. I think so. I yeah, it was when he went back to school. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think I've been redeemed. Okay. This has taken a real turn. Let's get back on track. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. Well, watch me Watch me give you an atomic wedgie on mic. Oh, it's not that great on audio. It does feel good, though, is what you just admitted. I didn't say that. You did. Okay. All you're, right. You're strange. You finished the Netflix chart-topping series chart Monster, topping. the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Within a few short weeks, it's it's reached the upper tier of most watched things on Netflix, in Netflix history. Yeah, I did finish it. There's a... Uh, I don't know. Should I even talk about it or just tell people watch it, but watch or beware? I mean, first of all, definitely watch or beware. But if you don't know that going in, then uh, you need to give give it a goog. Give Jeffrey Dahmer a goog before you watch yeah. it. I feel like it had more of an impact on you than you were anticipating in terms of like some lasting observations, takeaways. Well, there, there's one scene in particular, and I cannot recall if it's the last, second to last, third to last. It's somewhere late. 
in the series. Uh, and call me a weirdo if you wish. Weirdo. Thanks. Jackass. Um, I don't like to know, oh, this is the last episode when I'm going into it. I, I want to just watch it and experience as it unfolds and then be able to judge the ending by, I wasn't expecting it to be over yet. How did it go? That's yeah. just me. Yeah. So I can't tell you precisely which episode this was it occurred during. But there is a scene where his dad is visiting him as he is incarcerated. And he's... He's... At least as the as the Netflix series portrays it, right? Because who knows? Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is not like... This is obviously a... It's an interpretation. Yes, an interpretation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But he has been exposed to and is intrigued by, interested in religion, Christianity specifically, and has mentioned to his dad that he wants to be forgiven. And then asks his dad very tentatively, can can you forgive me? And his dad's response, which was like dumbfounded to even consider it because – even though he is overwhelmed by the ugliness of what's occurred, that it it never occurred to him to even think that he needed to forgive his son. And this is so reminiscent of the story of the prodigal son from Scripture. And it's beautiful. It really is, I think, for us, any of us who have eaten people, no, any of us who would struggle to forgive ourselves and can't imagine how anyone else could, and this has made you cry. Again. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is even the I'm second sorry. time you told me about that. <laughs> but it was such, that was such a powerful, powerful moment for me, um, watching that episode. Uh, to me, the whole series is worth just experiencing that moment. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to take the next you're, part, too. You're going to have to talk for a while. Um Blacklist. Yes, an old fave of yours. What's the what's the lead's name? James Spader. James Spader. Sorry, James. I never remember your Spader. Um, I like him. He's he plays. He probably he might even be an a hole in real life. He has to be. I feel like he plays a superlative a hole. Yeah. Um, and if anybody's confused, I'm referencing asshole. What, I was going to say, are you suddenly, <laughs> are you making this PG now? What's I, happening here? I was. There's segments of the show that yeah. are PG, just not the whole show. Mm-hmm. So right before I said asshole, that's when you should stop letting your kids listen. Be like, earmuffs or whatever to, yeah. to get through that portion. Yeah. Now, this show's been on for a while. Yeah, I don't even know. This has got to be like, what, seven, eight on the season numbers? I don't know. Yeah. In fairness, this show's probably past its prime. Yeah, okay. But I'm I'm into it. I'm enjoying it. Joke's on you, I'm into it. (laughs) I'm enjoying it. Um, I will watch this season, even though I know it can't. There's no... It, it would be an oddity for it to live up to the levels that it has been. Yeah. But I am going to watch it. If you haven't seen it, definitely go watch the first handful of seasons because they are masterfully done. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very um, engaging. Mm-hmm. Or engagé. 
as the French would say. Myself have been known to stick with a show when it's far, far past its prime. So, hey, Hey, I get it. Supernatural happens. Supernatural. I watched True Blood to the bitter end, and I dragged you along with me. Lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I liked the last season of Lost. I know that's such a spicy take, but... Well, you are a spicy gal. Yeah, I am, especially when it comes to my TV taste. So I watched a show that's spicy for different reasons um, on Netflix. I haven't finished it yet. Okay. I've been watching it in some downtime, particularly if you fall asleep before me. Down under time? It is down under time because it's an Australian show, but you can get it on our Netflix. It's called Heartbreak High, and it is a reboot of an Australian series from 1994. Oh, my. Come on, Australia. Yeah, so they're doing the reboot and showing it on the various in the various countries on Netflix, including the United States. Um, the, the official description of the show is the series follows the students and teachers of Hartley High as they navigate racial tensions in Australia, high school romances, and all sorts of teen angst. So it is definitely a high school drama, but it's Australian, so for us, it's kind of like, ooh, wow. hey, they, hey, they ooh, made it interesting it. with an accent. Yes, it is definitely the content, the material is um, going to be upper high school on into young adult. I feel like this isn't one to watch with your middle schooler, unless maybe you do. Unless you have, like, have an advanced real, middle schooler, maybe so. Maybe you do. I'm not going to tell you what to watch. Now, Shell had tagged me in our Superstars Facebook group um, and was telling the other Superstar Awesomes to go check out this show um she said that if you like shows like never have i ever which is one of my favorite shows of the past number of years sex education dash and lily that she thinks you would like this show dash and lily yeah is that a children's cartoon what are you talking about i've never heard of it i've never i've not watched it either i'm i think it might be on hulu so it's adult anime i just made that up i don't know what i'm talking about i was just trying to be involved in your life i'm sorry okay yep uh, you were actually interrupting Shell, so you need to apologize to Shell. I will never apologize to Shell because I feel like Shell looks at me and realizes you're the interrupter I need. <laughs> she does say it has a 100% score on Rotten Tomatoes, and I guess that's from the critics, and then an 89% audience score. Who do you trust more? <clears throat> I trust the audience way more. So this is an 89. Okay. But that's for Rotten Tomatoes because the, even the audience on Rotten Tomatoes, they, are, they can be quite picky hey, about what they... Listen, in academia, up, if you up. made an 89, that's nothing to yeah. shake a stick at. Sure. Is that a term? Is that a thing people say? <laughs> um, now, she did say that once she finished the series, she came back and said, uh, you know, content warning for the final episode. It gets pretty intense. Watch it with care. Again, I haven't finished the series, so I'm not sure. Do they eat people? I don't think cannibalism is involved. Okay. Well, then so it's we've got softer that than Dahmer. For us. Yes. Now. I think that's a t-shirt I'd like to wear. Softer than Dahmer. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I hate it. But you know, it's make Dahmer is making such a splash and there's yeah. reactions all over social media that you probably could make a few pennies off of a, a softer than Dahmer shirt, although I hate just saying that phrase. Would you rather you don't like to play this game with me? Because right? you always make it so hard. Would you rather if you had to be Dahmer, would you rather eat someone's liver? Or heart, as it were, or whatever. Someone's organ. Or eat their toenails. I don't know. Like, I... 
I really hate this question. I win. Too much. I won the game. <laughs> it's gross. Edit that out too if you want. Okay. I don't care. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. I'm just like having that's an out of body experience. The whole right point now. of the game is to stump the person, not to give them easy choices. Well, that's true. That's true. And that's why you and AJ are really good at it. You do not care. You both will go through it for the throat. You are uninterested in boring questions. Yeah. AJ asks me some that I'm just like, I don't know. They make me want to cry. Give an example. I, I can't think of one on the spot, but I'm sure that you could think of one. The, the, the last one, the, the Dahmer one is pretty. That's a good one. That makes me want to cry too, just if, thinking about it. Do you want to answer that one? Um, I think I'd, toenails gross me out. Yeah. So I think I'd go for the organ meat. Because you could at least pretend like and lie to yourself that it was yeah. not a human. You know, speaking of cannibalism. <laughs> yes, and speaking of cannibalism. No, but seriously. Hello, Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new Dahmer box this week. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of cannibalism, though, seriously, they have started filming Yellow Jackets, season two. Yellow Jackets is a mm. Showtime series. It's one of my favorite I loved that so much. Mm-hmm. I am thrilled for season two. They are filming it right now. I've talked about Yellow Jackets on the show, but just as a reminder, it's the um, high school girls. Was it soccer? I think it was soccer. Yes, I believe soccer it was team soccer. Yeah. was traveling um, across the country to go to a national tournament. And they ate the other team. Nope. But as they were flying over Canada, their plane exploded, they crashed, and then we don't know, but there were plenty of hints dropped in season one that they and they were in the wilderness for like, what, 18 months or something? I don't know. Like 20 months? It here's, was like so long. Here's a hot take for you. This is why Canadians are always apologizing, because they eat people. <laughs> nope. That's untrue. Yeah, okay. Well, it, it, might, it might be true. Nope. Anti- Sorry. That is definitely... You tasted delicious with maple syrup. <laughs> let's talk about... Even your toenails else. were delicious. Oh, let's talk about something else. It was like pecan praline? I don't know. Because of the crunch. Yeah. Are you editing that out, too? No, I This did, is a big episode of you editing me out. I had to disassociate for a minute and just... What if you, we recorded <laughs> an place. episode and you literally edited out everything I said? <laughs> You already did. Oh my gosh, no. That, that was episode so two plus. No. That makes my head hurt just thinking about it. Hey, uh, something that we did that we've never done before, and we've been together for a long time. We killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, he was a boy. No. He was 17. No. So he's technically by law still a boy. No. We went to see a comedy show. Yes, we did. We went live to a live Yep. Comedy show. Yep. Stand-up comedy here in Oklahoma City at the Criterion Theater. Talk talk about trigger warnings. Yes. We went to see Tom Segura, who is not editable. Listen, listen. (laughs) Everything he says, you'd have to edit. Just the name of the tour. And (laughs) I won't say it on mic. That alone should have let anybody know going in, this is not going to be gentle. And it was not. It was not. It was not gentle. It was pretty funny, though. And yes, fun. Quite vulgar, but very funny. I, it was it, Vulgar is the most generous way you could think to describe it. That, this is where sometimes language fails. 
Yes. There, there aren't words. Vulgar is the closest we can get, and it, it yeah. is... Doesn't even begin to touch it. Yes. Um, I'm going to brag on you for a minute, because we... I got tickets to this show. I mm-hmm. got them late, and it was to the late show. He played two shows in Oklahoma City that night. Which is astounding yes. to me. It was a, it was just his portion, take yeah. out the headliner, not the headliner, the opener. Yeah. It was an hour and a half. Yes. And so this man gave everything for an hour and a half, rested maybe 30, 45 minutes, and then did it again. Yes. That is stunning. It, it really is. It really is. And he did a great performance. Yes. Um, so we're at the Criterion, which we found out later uh, has a capacity of 3,500 to 4,000. Yeah. It was packed. Yeah. I got tickets late, and so our seats were terrible. We were yeah. right by the bar. It was so noisy in the back. And we were crammed in. Yeah. Like sardines were like, boy, Touching you, are, other you people. guys are, yes. Don't <laughs> like that. Really in here tight. Um, Your arm hair is tickling my arm, sir. This. That was a real thing. Yeah. I didn't say it, but I thought it. The man next to me was her suit. <laughs> the venue that we were at is normally used for and plays uh, hosts music concerts, and it's usually standing room only on the floor. But of course, they had chairs in for this. Yes, because no one stands up for. No, comedy not, show. No. Um, Unless you're waiting at the bar. Yes. And there were plenty of people doing that. Yeah. But that means there's columns everywhere. It's not really meant for viewing the stage as yeah. opposed to like um, a theater where you might see a play or a musical or something like that. Right. So I knew when we sat down, I suspected that you were not going to be able to see uh-huh. Tom himself on stage because of the line of sight. And it was, again, it was so crowded. And I kept asking you, I probably asked you five or six times, do you want to trade seats with me? Do you want to trade seats? I'm totally fine to trade seats. And they're like, no, no, I'm good. It's good. I'm totally great. Um, so we get through the whole performance, get home, and we're just kind of debriefing after the show. And he's like, yeah, I could, not he. You, you he. were like. <laughs> he, non-microphone Kyle said this. No, you were like, I couldn't see anything the whole time. I saw his arm like six times. Okay. That makes me so sad. I would have happily traded seats with you. But But I wanted you to see. Yes, I know. And that's why you didn't trade with me. So anyway, it was a very fun show. Fun night out in Oklahoma City. Late night for us. Indeed. The show started after our bedtime. (laughs) It was very (laughs) surreal. I felt like I was in a fugue state. Yeah. So we did a real life, an in-person watching yeah. experience. You should do that. You should do that for a comedy show somewhere, somehow, some yeah. way. Especially, I think, if it is a comedian that you really like. We talked about this. We're, we are not, obviously, this first time we've gone together. We've been together for what, 25 years. We're not big, like, 30,000 in dog years? Something. Something. We're not really big on going to comedy clubs, to the ha-ha hole. The ha-ha hole. <laughs> that is a comedy club, and it's fun to say. Everyone should try it right now. Pause the, the podcast and say it to yourself. Say it out loud. Ha-ha hole. It's fun. It is fun. Um. So, and I was looking through lists of upcoming acts. There's not anybody that were, to me, like, if you're going to go out and go to all the trouble of going to see a comedian right. do stand-up, to me, my preference would be to somebody to see somebody that you actually enjoy, that you know you yeah, enjoy yeah. the comedy of. Here's the challenge, and I know that uh, we can't be the only ones that face this challenge. When you live in a place that nobody comes to, then when they finally do... Well, they're past their prime. Right. 
And I would say... You think Tom Segura has passed his prime? Yes. Now, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have many wonderful years left of doing things. Okay. But I think, I think he's passed his funniest point. I think he's, he's shifting into cruise control because he's had the Netflix specials. What, yes. like five plus of them? A number of them, yes. Uh, all of this. He's, now he's riding out that, that deal. And getting paid for all the years that he got paid nothing. But he doesn't feel desperate. And I think we only do our best work when we feel desperate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. It definitely felt a little like... not. It was not to the... The material was not to the level of his Netflix specials. I right. Think. Right. Both in terms of, of content and as well as in terms of... of Conviction of presentation, right? right and that's right, right. that's all I'm saying. It's not that it wasn't good. Yeah, in fact, it's not time. that it wasn't great. Yeah, it's just that his his pinnacle moment, right, was fighting to get to the spot. Yeah, and now now he's he's letting his ass get fat sitting in the throne, and that's oh. different than fighting your way into the throne. Yes, yeah. No shame in either one. Okay, but that's that's the epitome of the show we'll ever see in this venue because this isn't a venue that promotes people to greatness. It's one where they come to wallow their fat ass in the throne. <laughs> no insults meant to anyone. If you have both a fat ass and a throne, you should wallow in it. Okay. Well, reading wise, did you edit all that out too? No. Okay. Reading wise, I picked up a small little slim novel and I've just barely have gotten into it, but this book is it's called the pearl. No. By John Steinbeck. No. This book is wildly popular on Book Talk. By John Steinbrenner. <laughs> no, you said George Steinbeck. By George Steinbeck and George Steinbrenner. It was a collab <laughs> between a famous author and a manager of a baseball team. Yep. Good. Okay. <laughs> I just right. was going to let you finish. Thank you. I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> This book is wildly popular on Book Talk, which is the books and reading corner of TikTok. I don't think you get any Book Talk TikToks no. on your FYP. Only if some of those books are women in their 40s to 50s that are showing parts of their body to get attention. Their ankles and stuff. Somehow, even though I've not signed... Yes, their ankles and their wrists. Yeah. Somehow, and I've never... I don't have a TikTok account. Yeah. I've not signed up, but even still through data snooping, yeah. TikTok has figured out that I'm a, what What am I? Am I a middle-aged man? Is yeah. that what I am? Yeah. They have figured that out. And so they're like, well, other middle-aged men like booby talk. Maybe you'd like to watch some. And I, I get a lot of that content. Well, I'd say a solid, solid 85% of book talk for me is uh, boobs nope, of TikTok is book talk. Did you say boob talk? No, I get no okay. boobs. I literally get no boobs. Well... We'll work on that. I get mostly books. And this is one that people on TikTok love. It's called A Psalm for the Wild Built. It's by sci-fi writer Becky Chambers. Ooh, sci-fi. Yeah. I like sci-fi. I, this is just like a nice, slim little book. You might like it. We'll see. It's been centuries since the robots of Panga, P-A-N-G-A, maybe Panga, I don't Panga? know, uh, gained self-awareness. The robots, they, they mm. gained self-awareness. They laid the down damn their, thing about this. Robots, I that know. freaking self-awareness. Yep. They laid down their tools centuries since they have wandered en masse into the wilderness, never to be seen again. Centuries since they faded into meth, myth, not meth, oh my gosh, myth. Robots <laughs> and meth. 
Oklahoma. Welcome to the apocalypse. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Myth and urban legend. But then one day, the life of a tea monk. I don't even, I haven't gotten to the tea monk part yet, so I'm very excited about that. Is that like a monk that wears a thong? Tea. Like the underwear kind of thong? No, I don't think so. It's a monk that serves tea, maybe. I don't know. I'm about to find out. Maybe it's both. Maybe Maybe they can only serve tea wearing a thong. Does that turn you on? You like a monk and a thong? What made you think about thongs? Well, you said tea. Okay. What is a thong if it's not a tea? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From the back. Oh. <laughs> okay. I know. I was not understanding that. Now your mind's going in a weird place, but that's where my mind already was. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me to the weird place. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, The tea monk, it's appended by the arrival of a robot there to honor the old promise of checking in. The robot cannot go back until the question of what do people need is answered. So I'm very much looking forward to this. I hope it lives up to the hype. And again, it's a very slim little book. And I actually had kind of forgotten that I gotten it that I had gotten it mm-hmm. until you strongly encouraged me to do a little put a thong letter. on. <laughs> I will always encourage you, you would love that, to wear a but thong. That was not what you encouraged me to, to, well, do I'm sorry. Declutter. I'm encouraging you now. Oh, okay. This okay. is the official encouragement. Yes. Okay. I might have one still floating around in the underwear drawer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be in my underwear drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I did. I decluttered my dresser, which had accumulated yes. stacks upon stacks of books and other things. And I found this book, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot I got this. So now I'm enjoying diving into it. Well, I feel like, and it may not be next in your litany of things to discuss today, but I feel like this is a clean transition into Titfo. That was way later in the notes, but let's go ahead and cover it. Well, you just brought up decluttering. Okay. What is it? TITFO is your homemade acronym for throw it the F out. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. you can use the whole word if you You can like use to. the whole word. It was a little phrase that you came up with earlier in the week or last week, I should say. I cannot remember. Oh, maybe we were talking about stuff in the fridge? Probably. Fridge slash freezer, all the areas. And you, it dawned upon you that we needed to do some titfo. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And that's yet another t-shirt I might have made just for myself. Yes. Yeah. It'll all be hidden 
you'll just see a T and an O because my beard hangs down in the middle. Mm. And my beard is getting gloriously long, might I add. I'm nowhere near having the length of it trimmed, and it's now past my man boobs. Oh my gosh, it is when you straighten it out like that. Yeah, it's quite a thing. I enjoy it. Yeah. Anyway. If there's something in your life, this was the whole the whole premise and point of things. If there's something in your life that brings you dissatisfaction and unhappiness, and it's just there in your house, in your in your car, in your business, yeah, throw it out. Yes, get rid of it. Rebuy it later if you just feel like you made a mistake. But err on the side of throwing things away. Throw yeah. it the f out. Yes, yeah. And I did that to my. Working slash living slash reading slash all of my collection space, and it does feel better. However, you even noticed as you came to bed last night, even in the the few hours that had passed since I did this whole process, a number of our children had come into my room, gotten yeah. into our room, gotten into my stuff. Yeah, it was all sprawled all over the bed and whatnot. It's hard when you live with. <laughs> Or is it easy? Is it helpful? People. What they did was they, they brought to the forefront that there was a lot more stuff that you'd not yet evaluated. They brought it back. It wasn't in there in the moment you were cleaning. And they, they brought it back. Well. So now you have the option to make a choice. I don't want that. I'm offering my wife <laughs> of 25 years a glorious... Five-inch-long white beard hair that just fell out in my lap, and she doesn't want it. Talk amongst yourselves. What they had gotten out is... Daisy had gone in our, into my stuff and got out my nail polish collection. Yeah. How many are there? Oh, there's a lot, and I'm not ready uh-huh. to declutter them. Well, let's... Just for the sake... For the people's sake, so they can identify. How many are there? I mean, there's over two dozen polishes in there. Okay. In layman's Look, terms, 25 plus. When, yeah. When I like a thing, I like to collect it, okay? I have so do I. an ungodly amount of lipstick. But if you can't embrace and say the number, okay. then you feel shame around your I hobby. I don't feel ashamed. I, I'm, then say the number. Okay. Like I said, there's easily two dozen in there, if not mm-hmm. more. Say the number. 25 plus. Yeah. There's, um, there's a couple baker's dozens in there. And she had gone in there to paint her nails and just left everything, apparently, All the over bed. the bed. All over the bed. Anyway, all of that to say. All of that to say I love you. I don't give a shit if you have all the fingernail polishes and lipsticks and it just drives me batty. That's fine. I still love you. You can't stop me. Thank you for that. I feel very affirmed. I'll enjoy eating your liver and toenails. (laughs) Oh, my word. Um, Now, listening-wise, you had a sort of spiritual experience with a song in the past week. I did. It's not a new song. No, it's an oldie. Well, not an oldie. No, no. What did I say? I looked it up at some point. Do you remember what year I said? I want to say it was like 2014, maybe. I I don't know. I feel like that's even close. So there's a country music feller, and his name is Eric Church, and he sings a song called Springsteen. And... Yes, I am a nerd, and I have looked at things, and Bruce Springsteen was a major figure for him in his youth, and he's younger than me, as well as a a musical influence. While the name of the song is Springsteen, he, the actual 
tune, the, not the tune, no, the message of the mm. song, the, mm-hmm. the path, is recollection of being 17. Yes. And talking through memory, both kind of present moment with him as well as, or rather historic moment with him, mm-hmm. as well as present moment and looking back at his first love. And we had quite an interesting conversation Mm -hmm. together in the aftermath, each of us sharing details about the first time our heart was broken. Yes. By some bastard Mm -hmm. or bastardess. Is that a thing? I don't know. (laughs) You were dating boys. I wasn't. Bastard feels like primarily an insult you'd throw at a, a boy person. Yeah. Biologically, he, he wasn't really a bastard. He just wasn't that into me. So. Well, then but he's it did a bastard. Break my heart, though. I'll listen. You give me an address, I'll go kick his ass. <laughs> I'll do that for you because I love you. Not necessary. I think it probably is. I think it would be a service to him. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Now, change your mind. Let me know. Okay. So, but when you're 17, <clears throat> you feel love so intensely. It's such a moment in time. Yeah, it's like the first real thing you've ever encountered. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I think there, there are certain things about this particular song. Um, one, every, everybody can point to, most likely, a song performed by a specific artist where you've never heard something that sounds more natural. It's just like that, there could be no one else besides that artist. For sure. That sang that song yeah. to present it. And, and this feels. That way. Yes. To me, Your Honor, Mm -hmm. if I may. Yeah. It's plainly, there were, I don't, mm, what, what, I think I looked, he was, he was a co-writer of this song. There were other people involved, but I feel like there's some real history of his life in there. And so there's some realness in the presentation of it. Um, And I just went completely mind blank. What was I going to say? That the authenticity of it the realness it and it like struck a chord it really resonated with you and then yeah. it just kept coming up on your spotify which it did oh i know what i was gonna say shuffle. okay go ahead. i know what i was gonna say another aspect of this that i find fascinating and it is absolutely unique to the listener yeah is that this song is overwhelmingly interwoven with pop culture statements oh, yes. but for a very specific era era and group of people mm-hmm. so if you're from the same era you'll pick up a lot of things that he says but you'll miss all the things that are unique to the socioeconomic experience mm-hmm. he, he references first few lines in he references Cheap sunglasses and a store-bought tan and flip-flops and cutoffs and yep. these are all things that I know because of yes. how I grew up. Other people may not, yeah. And so that part they may miss. But for me, this song just hits on everything. Ever, rather, everything in the song hits on stuff that I know from an experience. And so, yeah, it just it was. It's a very moving. Yeah. Song for me. And apparently the overlords at Spotify realized that because they just kept serving it to you, even They're, though you keep your right. playlist on shuffle. Well, and I even tried to listen to classical music and they dropped it into that playlist. <laughs> That's true. That's not true at okay. all. That is not even remotely true. <laughs> like, but no, they no, did no, no. they did drop it into a thing or two where it didn't fit. Okay. Kind of like Facebook does with yes. like 
oh, you like figurines? What about this He-Man doll? And you're like, who is He-Man? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yesterday I was trying to listen to Nate Ratliff's songs on shuffle. Like I just hit play on the songs part, like a mm-hmm. Spotify page for him. And it, Spotify was doing that same thing. It was like bringing in all these other random songs. Yeah. I was like, I didn't want Nate Ratliff radio. Right. No, I think this is a, I think this is a new thing they're doing. Yeah. That they've snuck in, and the algorithm is to be like, well, if you like Dracar Noir, you, maybe you'll <laughs> love so. whatever. And that's a it was very annoying. I like I like the old version of Spotify, where if you wanted to listen to an artist's songs, like their most popular songs, you yeah. just hit play on the songs part, and it just starts going through their catalog. Yeah. Anyway, that's just uh, a first world problem, probably. <laughs> maybe, but. <laughs> That doesn't mean it's an unworthy thing to be angry about. Hey, you had some things as we transition into lifestyle that were anti-awesome. Anti-awesome. And it had to do with something that is like kind of serious. Kind of serious, yes. Um, Legal documents. Yeah. We may not like them, but they're a part of life and business. And they, like, you have to get... They suck. But when you need them... Yes. Damn, you need them. And you need them to be done in a very yes. proficient and satisfactory way. Yeah, you need them to be correct. You, if there's ever a time to literally cross your T's and dot your I's. And footnote it and yes. disclaim it and all the things. It's a legal document, especially a legal document that's tied to your standing with, let's say... The people that would throw your ass in jail. Yes. In gentle terms. Okay, all right. They may not be there in the shower with you, but they'll throw you in. Yes. Why did you go there? I Why did know. you bring up prison showers? You are the one that went off track, and I'm just waiting for you okay. to tell what well, happened in your legal documents. Feel free to edit things out of this episode, or don't. Okay. We mentioned in the past that I have been going through the dissolution, the dissolvement of a former business partnership. Yes. My business partner, which I can now joyfully say my previous business partner, because it's done, it's dead, dead to the world, dead to me, dead to everyone that would ever look at it. He engaged a law firm Mm -hmm. to write some documents and sent them over to me. This is the whole process. You know, somebody presents a thing, sends it over you back and forth at a few times, and then finally... What I'm discovering is that not it's not finally everyone's satisfied. It's that finally everyone's just damn exhausted. Yeah. It's like, whatever. I will sign anything. Here's my liver and my toenails. Yeah. I hope your belly's full. Yeah. This thing, it was, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for whoever wrote this as it came off their desk. It's supposed to, this document, follow the format you start with. It was an outline format where you have Roman numerals and then capital letters and then on and on as a true outline would go, which I don't know about people that were born in this century, but a hundred years ago, we were all taught this in, in damn grade school, mm-hmm. maybe early junior high, but there's a format for an outline. Yeah. This thing was all over the damn place. There were... Some Roman numerals. There were many sections that had no thing whatsoever. No numerals, no letters, no uppercase, lowercase letters. I, 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 V, nothing. 
Yeah. Romans nor Americans were consulted in the writing of this document. Oh, no. Oh, it was no. impossible. And problematically, some paragraphs referenced a section that wasn't labeled. Yeah. Now, you could suss through and say, well, this should have been section three, capital B, dash, whatever. But none of it was labeled. Right. And I was like, how could you let this come off of your desk and have any pride about yourself yeah. as a as an attorney, as a anyone, whatever sure. your job is? Yeah. Even if it's making damn snow cones in the summer. I mean. Have a little pride. I could really go for a snow cone right I now. I like snow cones. <laughs> I would like a salty dog if anyone is delivering. <laughs> Those are good. Um, well. So there was that. That was like my my yeah. introduction into this. But then. In the aftermath of that, and we got through that, and I did, in fact, sign a document. I'm embarrassed that I signed it because it looked like it was written by a kindergartner. Mm -hmm. And I do say it with the T enunciated. If there is one somewhere in the middle, I don't know. There is. <sighs> Damn it, man. Then I have engaged, for no small expense, a company to help me with filings for my business, which are... Legal documents. There's a U4, an ADV, all of, and yeah. ADV has a few parts and yeah. stuff. And I needed some amendments made to that. And damn, the regulators kind of look at things and are like, hey, you got to amend things in a reasonable amount of time or we're going to charge you money. Yeah. And so it's kind of an important thing. Exactly. And we might take your licensure away. That's so it's thing. kind of a big deal. Yes. And so I alerted this company, who I've paid to do exactly what I was asking them to do, is to say, hey, look, there's been some changes. Yeah. Um, might you tend to those? Here's the pertinent facts. And the document that they sent me, it, it, was, it, was, a, it was terrible. Yeah. I'm trying to not say things that you'll have to edit. It's beyond profanity. It's... I'm so enraged by the irresponsibility, the lack of give a shit, the lack of pride in one's own work. Mm -hmm. Is this what the world is now? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, anti-awesome legal documents for the not win. I think this is a great time to bring up something about the Enneagram that you're going to no, It's hate. a great time to move into scotch. <laughs> well, we are going to do that. Yeah. I know that uh, you don't really like to talk about personality stuff but i do so just okay buckle up and hold on tight you know what i love you and so i would listen to you talk about eating a liver and toenails if that's what you want fives you're an enneagram five so you say fives are part of the competency triad in enneagram uh -huh. enneagrams one the reformer type threes the achiever type and fives the investigators are all in the competency triad which means that they you, uh, five, and other okay. fives and threes and ones find a lot of uh, value and worth in competency. And you yourself, it is, I can tell that you're trying to come no, up with ways no, to argue no, with no, no, me. No. I'm listening. I'm trying no. to, I'm not trying to argue, I'm trying to engage. Just like when Nico comes in your office and starts casing the joint and he's looking all around Holy for what he's going to take. Right? He's like, I like green. I knew he was looking behind me. I dared not look until I told him, it's mine and you have to leave. And then I looked. It was literally just the green cover to a notebook. 
He's just looking for the next thing he's going to grab out of there when I'm not up there, which is probably right now. I feel like right now you're looking for how you're going to show that this isn't true. No, I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) Can you trust me? Yes. And what I'm telling you, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay. Fives as part of the confidency triad and and threes and ones. Um, It's important to them that they are always appear to be, and even for their own selves, competent in what they're doing. Primarily. If if I'm going to admit that I'm in a group and I'm not, yeah, then I would tell you the things that I do out of competency. It's not for anyone else. It's for me. For you. For your own sense of, like, this is the correct way to be in the yeah. world. Okay? This, this person over here will screw it up, and that's fine. That's their choice. Yeah. Now, but for their involvement with me, they will get... They will get an A product. Because that is a value that you hold dear to yourself mm-hmm. that is important that you place a lot of emphasis on for your own self. It is equally enraging when other people are not competent, are incompetent. Anti-competent? Anti-competent is a thing. They, they rage against competency? Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're, pro- they're what the it streets feels like. protesting competency. Pretty much. They, and... Okay, yeah. I can't say the thing I was going to say. Go ahead. Your whole... Um, rant, if you will, about these legal documents to me is like the most, I I just was listening with so much enjoyment of that because okay. it's like, it's like the competency triad come to life as I'm listening to you talk about this. Okay. So what type are you? I can't remember <clears throat> what triad the nines are in. I honestly can't. I'll have to, okay. I'll have to look it up. I, mean, I do remember the first person I who I heard talk about this is a three, and I okay. think it was on social media. And I was like, oh my gosh, uh, obviously Kyle's not a three, but that rings so true that I had to like go and do a little digging and find it, and I was like, oh my gosh, so many things make sense. Well, if it is, in fact, the odd-numbered It's just one, persons, three, five. There's which, other odd numbers, seven and nine, well, which are not part of this. Screw them. They don't count. I'm sorry. I'm what? sorry. Did you crap like, in your own cereal 95% bowl? of yes. our listeners are nines, so... I love nines. <laughs> Without you saying that, I do. They're good people. They need some coaching. They want some coaching. <laughs> they need some coaching in the competency area. <laughs> probably. Probably. Whatever you are, you have to be one of these because I know from first-hand experience... They're observing what what you have gone through to edit episodes for the main show. Yeah, you are violently committed. Yeah, to a standard, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't dare let a thing because I've watched you not dare let a thing be aired. That so you've had, and I, I wouldn't know a name to list a name, so don't feel scared in the moment that I'm going to embarrass a former guest. Okay. But you've had guests who were so chock full of um, uh, eh, uh, crap in their presentation. Killer words, yes. It's crap. (laughs) There's an acronym that crap stands for. I don't know what it is because I haven't made it up yet, but I will later. Um, And you have labored to make that guest sound like not the imbecile that they sounded like. (laughs) Yeah. As you recorded with them. And this is the testimony to what I'm saying. You have a standard of what you would allow to leave your desk. Yeah, absolutely. That is a thousand percent true. For me, I think an interesting distinction is that I don't do that for my own self, primarily. I primarily do it because 
the listening experience of Sword Awesome is important to me. But I think you're you're miscategorizing me. Okay. Because all that I'm saying in this moment is that if I had been the person responsible for writing this document, yes, there is a – and you can't deny this for you either. There is a, a moment of self to say I can't allow that off my desk. Right. But at the same time, both you and I in that instance would be doing it for someone else. Yes. And we're saying yeah. I would never dare yeah. to make this the product for someone else. This is – fourth grade mm-hmm. reading, writing, comprehension bullshit, and it's not okay. Yeah. And in the event that one of us hires an attorney, which feels like a, a pretty substantial thing, I think that's a I think that can be and should be a very honorable profession. You're you're tasked with speaking and writing a language that is foreign. Yeah. To the average everyday person. Sure, yeah, it's totally. a terribly big responsibility. Yeah. And can be noble unless you're a douche and you make it douchey. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying, Your Honor. Okay, well, let's move on to awesome things. Well, okay. How, what's awesome? I'll tell you what's awesome. You want to know what's awesome? Freaking scotch is awesome. Back in scotch season, friends. And... It's always scotch season somewhere. <laughs> um, last week... If you've ever lost scotch season, it's in our house. Come visit us. <laughs> Last week you stopped by the nice liquor store in town. A couple days ago. Yes. A couple days ago. Why did I do it? Because it was my mom's birthday. Yes. And who is she? Well, she's part a of Scott. my Scotch-Irish roots, yes. for sure. And you knew I was feeling a little blue, and you got a little treat for me, which came in the form of this box, which I have at the table with yes. us. It's not she's stroking good it. in the audio format, but it was a flight of... Various scotches, and they called it the Scottish Whiskey Expedition. Expedition. Every Scot, every true Scotsman or Scotswoman, but I feel like we can just say Scotsman. They love scotch. It's like part of drinking water in their area. They're proud of it. They should be. It's fantastic. And this is an expedition without leaving home. Yeah. So it came with these little hundred milliliter bottles, little little yeah. tiny, barely five bigger. of them. Yeah. Yeah, you go ahead. Feel free to go count it. I'll it entertain was, the people. Here's a joke about a crippled boy. That's not a good joke, and that's terrible. Why would anyone say that? Uh, little 100 milliliter bottles of some different scotches. We had only ever tried one that was in this. Yes, that's true. Expedition. And maybe not even. We tried the brand. I don't know if we've tried the flavor yeah. within the brand. But this is this was. Uh, I think I want to throw this in, and it's not a, a self pat on the back to me. This was a gift to my wife on the birthday of her mother, who's passed. And I think that's a that's a cool way to celebrate somebody awesome with the people who are still here. Yes. And I didn't. I'm not trying to make you cry again, but I think that's hot shit, and we're going to do that every year. Okay. So thank you, Joyce, for. Being the woman you were and allowing us to establish a new tradition. Yes. Joyce is her mother for the idiots that didn't put that together. <laughs> well, you are on a tear today. How much of this episode can go out to the people? Well, you'll probably, again, you'll edit this like you have in the past where it's just like you talking to no one. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay. I'm not good at speaking the Scottish accent, the dialect, but 
The first one I can handle, the Singleton. The Singleton. Uh, that was the light, fruity, and creamy scotch. Mm-hmm. Was that the first one we tried? No. I feel like we started with Talisker. Yeah, we did start with Talisker. So it comes with the Singleton 12. That's the number of years it was Yes, made. yes. And the Talisker 10 is what we tried first. Smooth, warm, and smoky. And it Ooh, was. And it was smooth and warm. And you like smooth, warm things like a bubble bath. Yes. There's also the Oban Little Bay. Mm-hmm. And that one is smooth, citrus, and rich spice. Yes. And to back up, the Singleton is light, fruity, and creamy. Yeah. The Mortlock. Yes. Delicious, sweet, spicy, and fruity. Mm-hmm. And then the... The last one that we've not tried yet, I believe, is pronounced Lagavulin. Lagavulin 8. It is the clean, smoky, and sweet. It's the least aged of all of them. Lagavulin yes. is arguably one of the more prominent names of what's in there, but... I mean, and we were laughing as, because everything that we've tasted, we've been like, that's really good. And we were like, is there actually a scotch we don't like? I've never met one yet. But these were all wonderful. Yes. It is a delightful expedition. It was. And, and it cheers was very, to your mom. Yes, and thank you for thinking of me. And it came with two tasting glasses. That's part of barware we've never had before. Indeed. Everyone should have a few tasting glasses. Yes. Use them until you're like, yeah, I like a lot more than a tasting glass holds. And then you do what you will. <laughs> All right. While you were out on your expedition buying things for people for gifts, you made a substantial purchase for a friend. I did. A housewarming gift, a pre-housewarming gift, I guess you could say. Well, it'll, it'll roughly coincide. It's not the first house. So I have a friend, and this is beautiful. I love him. He's such an amazing person. Um, he has been military. He's been law enforcement. I think he's technically retiree from both. He is just a salt of the earth human being. He's a good man. Um, he bought literally what was a a dump site, a junkyard, years ago, and has converted it to a a trail riding horse ranch. He's hauled off trash. He's buried trash. He's burned trash. He's done a myriad of things. Well, on property, and this is interesting. So he lives alongside a, a semi major river that runs through the state. There's a lot of rivers that run through our state. Mm-hmm. And when you're there, that means there are some environmental things, environmental things that come into consideration so that you can't just freewheel and build and do stuff, right? Right. Because you can't screw up. They have, like, they have bald eagles yes. on their property that yes. are like, you'll ride, he, he's mentioned, I've not seen one yet, he's mentioned if you're on a horse and not in a motorized vehicle, because those scare them off, if you're on a horse, you may ride up and just see a three-foot-tall Oh my gosh. bald eagle sitting on the ground like a, a little person. Wow. A small human just looking at you like, oh, damn, I meant to fly off, but now you're here. Oh, wow. It's pretty That's pretty crazy, wild. yes. So they're very restricted as to what they can do there. Yeah. Now, on property, when he bought it, was a house that was, for lack of a better term, just dilapidated. But it wasn't falling down there were good bones yeah in the house yeah and he he finally hit a point where he was like we're we can't build new and we don't want to build new we just want to spruce this thing up and make it livable he's literally he's been living in a fifth wheel camper 
And if you don't know what that is, you go look it up yourself. <laughs> You're big people. And it's going to be finished at the end of this month, theoretically, because no construction project goes without well, delays. Yes. No insult to construction people. They know. Yeah. But he's getting ready to move in. And so he and I, he and I like to get together, or rather... I like to go out there. He has not yet told me I can't come out there. Yeah. I like to go out there and just smoke cigars and bullshit with him and have a enjoyable several hours. He's a huge cigar fan, as am I. And so I bought a I can't I don't even know the details of it. It's a gorgeous humidor. Which is what you would keep cigars in to keep them at the right humidity. You got to keep cigars at the right humidity and the right temperature, or you grow mold or hatch yeah. bugs or weird things that are in natural products. Right. It's a very delicate balance. Yes. It's a gorgeous humidor. It's stocked with amazing cigars. I'm waiting to deliver it. Yeah. To where the timing's right. Yes. And you got a blanket mm-hmm. for the missus, right? Yes. Like a. A snuggly throw thing. Well, it's a Pendleton wool blanket, which goes with You their... threw that out like I'm an imbecile. You... Well, it's a Pendleton, you dipshit. You don't know what the importance is with the people who are listening, do you? I heard my 17-year-old daughter call my 15-year-old daughter a dipshit <laughs> the other morning, which is a deep throwback. I was proud and embarrassed at the same time. Yeah, yep. Um, so that, so you got to go mm-hmm. to the cigar shop and buy the fancy thing and get, yeah. get this gift together for the friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to give it. You were also eager as we woke up. You even put a note in the Awesome Today group about this. The soup? Uh, yeah, well, just that the fact that the weather had chilled yeah. and that it was time for a soup. And you went to the store and got all the ingredients and accoutrement. Just kidding. It was just ingredients. Yeah. And made a very delicious, beefy, cheesy... Well, cheese isn't in the soup. Okay, you're right. But it beef and vegetable soup stew situation. Yes, yes. Low on broth, high Stoop? on... I don't know. High on heartiness. Yeah, I'm not a big broth fan. Yeah. Yep. I used... Uh, I took a, a roast, and I cut that into little bite-sized pieces. Yeah. And then I also used, damn, what was it, like 10 pounds of ground beef? It was a lot. A whole uh, whole thing of celery, a crap load of carrots, several onions, salt, pepper, garlic, um, some thyme, mm-hmm. some oregano, yeah. or oregano, if that's how you choose to pronounce it. I don't know who does, but that was a thing. Um, what else went into that? Coffee. Oh, yeah. I love to use ground coffee as a seasoning on meat before yes. I sear and do things. There's some goodness there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made a hell of a big old giant pot of soup stew. It will last us several meals. The yeah. children, including some of our pickier ones, had seconds. It Everybody was... got quiet and they ate it. Yes, it was very quiet. It's worth it just for the quietness. We made some refrigerated biscuits. Some well, pop, those, fresh. those old Pillsbury's. Yes. You explode the can open and bake them up. Yeah. Butter biscuits. Yeah, yeah. That was a perfect accompaniment to the soup stew. It was good. It was good. It was right for the temperatures. It was chilly here. 
Don't judge us if you think, uh, you don't know what chili is. You're right. We don't. We don't want to. No, it's just chili, though. It's good. It's chili for us. Yes. Well, you'd gone to Costco to get more chili and other things. And while you were there... I, I did buy chili. I was going to say, I didn't buy chili. I did buy the Costco <laughs> chili, the one that they accosted us multiple times on the way out the store. Yes. You got some more of the Costco chili. And yep. while you were there, you noticed they had the little lamby chops. Little baby lamb chops. Little lamb T-bones. Yes. Two inches in diameter. Yes. And that's what you made for Sunday lunch today. I did. And, oh my gosh, they were so good. You should you should do this, good people. Get your get your little lamb chops. Do uh you need to involve mint in there. Yes. Whether it's fresh mint, mint jelly, there's a myriad of ways to do it. I did a kind of a my own creation of a chimichurri sauce. Yeah. So there's Olive oil, the mint jelly was in the mix. There's salt, pepper, garlic. There is parsley. Um, and I used quite a bit of thyme in that as well. And you marinate and do the things. And then you cook them however you're going to cook them. I like to skillet cook things where I get a good sear yes. on each side of them. So they are literally like for us mini T-bones. Yeah. They were pretty solid. Again, that was another meal where the people were quiet yep. and just eating. Yes, so good. And the dogs were happy, too. They, they love a little, bone. Yeah. Little lamb bones to chomp on. Well, last week, Awesome Sarah posted in the Awesome Today group that she was so glad when we tell stories about the whirling dervish, mm-hmm. the absolute tornado that is Nico yes. Guest, because it makes her feel better. It's like, it's not just my kids that no. are doing these bananas things. Everybody's kids are going to do shit that you should write a book about. Well, here's the title of our next one. Nico stuck a coin in his booty hole. Yeah. An actual coin. His brother, Mac, thank goodness, realized what was going on. <laughs> thank and God he gave him a dime instead of a silver dollar. <laughs> dragged him upstairs and said... <laughs> <laughs> Nico, Nico stuck a coin in his booty hole. And I was like, what? Both of us yeah. flew into the hallway. Right. I was trying so hard to tell Nico, you can't. You lost it. You started laughing and you left the hallway, which left me to try to have a coherent conversation with a three-year-old about whatever reasons it is that we can't put coins in our booty holes. And the whole time, I'm just like, I mean, maybe we can. I don't know. <laughs> I've never tried it. <laughs> Who's teaching who here? Oh, my gosh. It was just one of those moments where it's surreal. You just can't even believe the sentences you have to say when you're dealing with little kids. Yeah. And speaking of little kids, also this week, I had taken the twins. The nine-year-olds. Me, the nine-year-olds with me to Sam's. They haven't been in a long time. Oh, my gosh. They bitched and moaned and complained the whole time about how much they were having to yeah. walk and how cold it is. They live there. a they live a soft life. Very soft, very soft <laughs> life. And at one point, J.K. had pulled his arms completely in his t-shirt, as kids do, as they do when it's cold in the grocery store. I know I've done it many times. The, the chicken wings, the I, elbows poking yes, out of the armholes. That's exactly what yeah. he, was, he was doing. And then he was like, "Mom, mom," not quietly either. "Mom, when I'm cold." I'm I'm cold on my nipples. Yes. <laughs> he announces yes. to everyone around us. Right in the middle of the the warehouse sales place. My nipples are cold. Oh my gosh! I mean, listen. I've been places where I wanted to pull my arms in my t-shirt because hey, my so nipples cold. have been cold. I won't yeah. hide that from anyone. 
Oh, but the kids' stuff. That's aggressive. All right. We've covered a lot of ground today. Have we, have we talked through all the things? It's everything I had. Okay. All right. I can't think of anything in the moment. So all right. I do sincerely hope that, yeah. one, nobody gets a bullshit excuse of a legal document right. from an attorney that is ashamed of their profession. Yes. There's a few. There's a few for every profession that do that. I hope instead that what everyone has is an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.